Bam 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 Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. I'm Misty Stinnett. And I'm sick. I'm still sick. I'll sick forever. Okay. I like you anyway. Thank you. I'm Lisa Linky. She's got a soothing presence and strong eye contact, and it's all happening. I'm giving you a meal of eye contact. That's what you said earlier in an episode, and it made me so delighted. Ooh, a meal. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. Right now, I'm feeling like a little teasy appetizer. Okay. An <laughs> so. empanada. An empanada of eye contact. Thank you. I brought empanadas um, as our crafty today from Grand so Casino Bakery delish. in Cover City, and they are so good. Um, so this is not our normal episode. No, no, no. Our full episode. No, no. This is uh, Le Buff Weekly. Oh, yes. Which oui, is, oui. That's not the French word for it, but you know. Yeah. It's our weekly beef, and this is the episode where we check in on our full episode. We uh, have assigned each other homework, whomever uh, reviewed the book. Yeah. And then we also want to tackle maybe a question or something else um, uh, from from the book, or, or maybe we do something different. Listen, it's a wild fly-by-night kind of operation on the weekly beefs. Thank you. And also, we were just, I guess, thinking to ourselves, like, how could we make this podcast feel more like detention? Like, we've got extra, <laughs> extra was, homework after we school. We sat down, we got out a piece of paper, and the first thing we wrote down was, how can we make this feel more like detention? We thought, we're adults now, we want to have more homework. Yes. Yeah, we make the rules and we can punish ourselves <laughs> and all of you. That's right. Um, so, with that being said, so, Lisa, yes. not only did I assign you homework uh-huh, last week, uh-huh. but I also self-assigned myself the same homework. That was really cool. Which was from um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey mm-hmm. to build a mission statement. And not only, but to use their mission statement builder. Their yes. person, pers- personal mission their builder. Their personal mission statement builder. Uh, online, which was quite easy um, quite, to do. Yeah. And so that's at, I think, msb.franklincovey.com, which stands for mission statement builder. So check it out there if you want to, or if you don't, after listening to this check-in. Yeah. How was your experience? Real dumb. Mine too. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I answered the questions and they were pretty open-ended and they didn't give a clear it it looked like they were open-ended prompts but I Mm -hmm. didn't know how they were using the data so I rewrote the prompts in my answers and I didn't know if I was doing it correctly because like sometimes the prompts had ellipses at the end and sometimes they didn't yeah so it was a little confusing um and I didn't know if they were like if they were just going to take if I was supposed to just write like an infinitives or action words so that they would take them together and make them into a, like a cool statement. Yeah, like a like a Mad Lib. Yeah. Um, that was not it at all. That wasn't it at they all. They were just collecting what I said and then um, putting it in like a long, a long paragraph. Yeah, like basically reflecting it back at us. Exactly. So, so for instance, uh, some of the prompts were, I feel I am at my best when, mm-hmm. right? Or... Um, I feel that I am at my worst when. Which is really open. Does that mean in my personal life, in my professional life, physically? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? And you could write for as long as you wanted. As long as you wanted. And and then basically, so it also was like, um, I find enjoyment in my personal life through yeah. blank. But and yes, you fill that it out. after yes. the first one. So it was like 10 steps and every time you answered and then you clicked forward. So if you had already answered personally and then it said my personal life, you could go back. But by then you were like... 
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And how how long did this take you? I don't know, like 10 minutes? Yeah. Mine took me 10 or 11 minutes. It wasn't long, but so basically- So I did it faster is what you're saying. You did. You win. Mm-hmm. Gold star. Can mm-hmm. everyone who's listening mail in just like packs and packs of this multicolored gold stars? And Thank one you. day, Thank I'm you. just going to be like, Lisa, I'm running out to my car real quick and I'm going to put them all the fuck over your shit. You're welcome. Thank you. So you can feel as special as you are. <laughs> I would love if you would just actually decorate my car. Yeah, yeah, I'll do my it. My car. Great. Um, yeah, so then when it was like, here's your personal mission statement, and it was like just here vomiting back up everything I typed without yeah. it, without any special order or— It was in—I think it was in the exact same order as yeah. I put it in. So, for instance, um, um, my—the first two prompts were I feel I am— or like I feel like I am at my best when I am blank, or like I. Uh, Why did I you write feel, blank? Oh yeah, I wrote blank. <laughs> I feel like I'm at my best when I'm blank, and I can just project onto people. Thank you. Um, and then my, the first two lines of my mission statement are my answers regurgitated back. So it was, I am at my best when I feel I am growing. I will try to prevent times when I feel overworked or not heard. Yes, like I wrote like three, okay. four, or five sentences because I didn't know. I did later on too so because it's really it was, challenging. Yeah, and I, I think like, and I'm look, like it basically is like, um, I will stop procrastinating and start working on, and then it lists some of the things from the prompts. I will strive to incorporate the following attributes into my life, and then it lists things from the prompts. So look, if you've never done any kind of mission statement or worked on anything like that you have goals or dreams in your entire life, yeah. congratulations on yeah. succeeding and getting this far. And this would be helpful. But if you wanted something that was more personal and more kind of like succinct and more um, kind of like taking a family uh, crest and yeah. putting it into words, this ain't it. This isn't it. And I... Um it also it also um, talks about attributes of people you admire. It asks you, like, how do you renew yourself? You know, so I, I think— And I was like, I drink the blood of infants. That's right. Because they're tasty and they're fresh. Yeah. That's right. I and that. I, sweet, I mean, sweet stem cells. Thank you. It's renewing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's renewing. But so— uh, for me, the value was not in the written mission statement that I ended up with. For it sure. wasn't the product. It was the process. Sure. Like, I, I think these were super basic questions, but it did make me pause and go, hmm, what do I value? That's interesting to kind of, like, put it on the page and, like, type it into a sentence. But it it didn't go deep enough for me. Like, I think <laughs> this would be great for a teen. Yeah. The one I love is they're like, who are the three people living or dead that you would invite to a dinner party? And what is the one attribute as to why you would invite them? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, like, my dad, who's dead, like, I'd love to have dinner with him again. Yeah. He's fucking funny. Yeah. I like him. It was so bizarre. And then Oprah. And then I was like, well, I don't know, because she's a comforting presence. <laughs> like, it was very confusing. But <laughs> I, I do think, you know, I I was, I thought I was going to end up, because he talks so much in the book about how important mission statements are. And I can see why you might want some sort of professional guidance in crafting one, because it really does feel like if you want something succinct, Succinct. I love it. This succincts. If you want something succinct and effective and distilled, it would take a long time to do that. Well, maybe there are other better tools online. And if you know of one, could you please reach out to us and let us know what that is? Because we'd love to try it. Yeah. But I I thought it, you know, it's it was an exercise worth our time. It sure was. But I didn't love my results. So Um, if you loved it. 
let us know. Let us know. Um, I also want to check in with you because I reached out to somebody who um, I knew had used um, the seven habits at work. Um, Great. Like, because Franklin Covey turned it into like a major licensing opportunity and um, HR HR uh, offices around the world used it as a way to evaluate their people. So oh, training amazing. and like people would get certified in that. And so they had like a certified Franklin Covey person mm-hmm. come in and train come mm-hmm. and train. Oh wow! So it's a way to like promote management and like help people. Awesome. So I sent you. I don't know if you can pull it up. The, yeah. There's one that was they gave like a little card, um, uh-huh. a quick reference card. Yeah, I have it. The Seven Habits Quick Reference Card. Are we allowed to post this on Instagram? I don't know. It's probably licensed material, so I'm okay, going to say Okay, it's no. probably licensed material, but um, can I read what it says? Yeah, I'd love really for you quickly. to describe what. So it's um, it is a small it's a small I card. Think it's probably like a pocket size, a little pocket size. Yeah, it feels like you could slip it in a notebook. Yeah. Um, at the top it says effectiveness. Have I balanced the two sides of effectiveness, production and production capability, mm-hmm. which is that PPC balance Thank that you. he talks about so that much. PPC. And then. Balance in quadrant two of the productivity (laughs) matrix. So uh, underneath effectiveness, it says emotional bank account. Are my actions aligned with emotional bank account deposits or withdrawals? And then it lists, it has a list of deposits and a list of withdrawals. It's like, look, I don't want to balance my checkbook. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's all digital, people. No one needs to do anything anymore. Can't I just Venmo myself? You can, and you can see your balance online. And also, we don't need to leave our houses ever. Thank you. Because things can be delivered. There's Mm -hmm. no reason we ever need to do anything for ourselves Mm -hmm. ever again. So uh, the deposits are seek first to understand. And the opposite withdrawal of that is seek first to be understood. Another deposit, kindnesses and courtesies. Withdrawals, unkindnesses discourtesies wow this These is really real like, this is like high level like mind-boggling yeah, stuff yeah. uh i love that i sound like a prepubescent kid with my um you know cracking voice enjoy. Don't have a cow, man. enjoy um deposit loyalty to the absent so to people who aren't there withdrawal disloyalty duplicity and the final deposit be open to feedback withdrawal is reject feedback so again this this not to oversimplify, because maybe in, in the 1980s when this first came out, this really was like groundbreaking, like, oh, my God, look at this these categories. But it just feels like this would be great for, like, sophomores and juniors in high school. This was used in 1997. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and that that's the front, and the, there's a back of that, if you want to scroll down. Yeah, so, so this is that quadrant, you guys— <laughs> He do love and a quadrant. And by guys, I mean all genders, all people, he everybody do love listening. A Stephen Covey love a quadrant. He talked about this fucking quadrant on the book. You heard the clip. Listen, um, but he's got the time management matrix. There are four squares. There are two columns that say urgent, not urgent, and then there's two rows, important and not important. And he just lists like. What's urgent and important, what's not urgent but important, what's not important but it is urgent, and what's not urgent and what's not important. And basically, you want to focus on things in quadrant two, which are things that are important but not urgent. I Listen, the only time I feel a sense of urgency is when I need to poop. Thank you. And that does feel important. Thank you. That's right. Because you got to take care of it sooner or later or like it's it's not going to be good. Um, The other thing that that I got sent was this person's individual... um, 
uh, occupational report. Okay. Which is from the Covey Leadership Profile Center. It was very kind of them to, to share with me. Yeah, thank you, friend. Um, and this is a... Uh, it's a tool that provides them with valuable feedback regarding a number of issues related to effectiveness. and Like uh, for them personally. Mm-hmm. And okay. this was in 1997. To date, the number of individuals who have participated in the 7 Habits Profile was over 145,000. So I'm going to say it's much more by now because it's I 20 bet. years later. Oh, my God. So basically, it's like a 360 feedback. Are, are you familiar with 360? Mm-mm. So 360 feedback is used Whole in— Whole Foods brand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's organic. It's, organic. it's non-GMO. Um, Tapioca gummies you, flavored with natural food You get juices. your peers, you get your boss, and you get your reports, your direct reports to evaluate you. So you get a 360-degree assessment. Oh, of, that's terrifying. It is. And probably helpful. It is. So, um, so basically, everybody ranks you on a scale of one to six, which is from very poor at a one, poor, fair, good, very good, and outstanding. Okay. Um, and then they give you, like, your peer, your boss, and also yourself. You also evaluate yourself. So you get like this, and then they kind of put it all together. Right. So they have the categories, your emotional bank account, your PPC balance, be proactive, begin with the end in mind, put first things first, think win-win, right? So all of these different habits, habits mm-hmm. they evaluate you. And um, on each habit, they have specific items that you would be ranked so like uh, under emotional bank account it's like willingly assists and serves people mm-hmm. is honest in interactions with people mm-hmm. um the ppc balance consistently produces high quality work um, balance is a concern for getting work completed with a concern for the goals and feelings of others um uh, does not allow work to dominate his or her entire life, which is like, oh, who, how many of us could answer that right? one? Uh, be proactive, Truthfully. remains in control of his or her actions, even in highly emotional or difficult circumstances, um, works to solve problems rather than ignoring or avoiding them, um, begin with the end in mind, appears to have a clear sense of direction in life. Mm. Fuck you. Jesus Christ. Right? Um, works towards long-term solutions, not just temporary, quote, quick fixes. Put first <laughs> things first. Foresees and prepares for problems before they arise. Um, organizes and prepares in a way that reduces having to work in crisis mode. Think win-win. Is happy when others succeed. Does not undermine or manipulate others for personal gain. Great. Win-win agreements. Um, when working with people on projects, works to ensure that the desired outcomes are clear and agreeable to all involved. And um, uh, when working with people on projects, works to ensure that the consequences are both of both good and bad performance are understood by all. So and these are just a few of and these, so is right? This, is this all reported anonymously by Well, it depends. I mean, like, if you only work with one peer— well, that's the thing, right? It's a flawed system because you know, or if you only work with five people and one of them is like one, 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 like poor, poor, poor on yeah. all these things, like you're like, look, it's probably Janet or Greg. Right. Like, <laughs> well, um, you know, if you only have one manager, you know it's them. So here's like, or if you're the poor like receptionist who just started at the company oh on Monday God, and right? this happens on Wednesday, and you're just like, what is happening? Here's the one that so for seek first understand. It says listens to people without interrupting is one. So there's like five. Oh or wait, six I have something to say. Exactly. Thank you. Um, and then it says uh, is sensitive to the feelings and emotions of others. Okay. So the, for each one of these, there's. A bunch of questions. I'm just giving you like two examples. <laughs> great, great. And and then be understood is the second half of this. I don't get it, Lisa. What? Thank you. Expresses ideas and feelings with confidence. That's dumb. And is clear and concise <laughs> when communicating. Uh, 
And then it has synergized too. Consistently looks for new and better ways to do work. Um, develops teamwork and cooperation with people. You got that. I didn't think that was dumb. That was I did. Just me I communicating did. Communicating clearly I did. and confidently. And then um, sharpen the saw. Cares for his or her physical health and well being. Uh, is current and knowledgeable about his. This is, I'm just giving you two examples. Well, I okay. also don't know how your coworkers would really know the truth of that statement. Well, also. And then it tells you, like, how you scored on each one, how they scored you Mm -hmm. on each one of those. And how did your friend feel when they got their feedback? Well, then it gives you some verbatim comments. Oh, God. Right. Um, On the positive, right? Is this making you anxious? I feel really anxious about You know, because then it's like, so here are the things. um, Describe the three most, so the three, the three most outstanding qualities, you know, good sense of humor, technical knowledge is strong, excellent communication skills. Great. Here are the three most important things this person could do to improve upon in order to increase his or her overall effectiveness. Dress more professionally. So that's not... That's an opinion. It's an opinion, and that's not in those seven habits. habits. Okay. Um, uh, can be overpowering in a conversation. Okay, well... It could, depend- be, could be subjective, right? but it's something good to look at. Because, you know... Um, because I happen to know this person works in a crisis function, mm. right? So um, you don't always have time to be like, so what do you think if it's like a yeah. crisis is happening? And also, especially, and so this person gave me some feedback, so I want to read that for them. So they said they do believe in the emotional bank account. Yes. They found that helpful. That's great. But they said there are times that they don't think all of the habits work. For mm. example, in crisis situations— um, they don't think that you always have time to take in other viewpoints. And there is such a thing as executive privilege, too. Yeah. So just because underlings don't like a decision doesn't necessarily make the decision bad. Yeah. But you are getting evaluated. That's right. By your by your direct reports. That's right. And they said, for the most part, however, I think the habits do work. Um, they just didn't see them as a religion like some people did. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it just keeps coming down to, like, that's a solid foundation, to think from, but anytime you're like one size fits all and this is yeah. this philosophy can be applied to everything. Well, I mean, I think about me if I were working in there and somebody my people were evaluating if I took care of my physical health. I don't that's none of their business. Well, also people who maybe look very healthy does not mean that there's well being there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We like have it's such a not, skewed fucked up perception of health. We do. And also like you can't tell if a person is mentally okay or not. You know, you just, you can't. So all of that is, it's again coming from this very privileged white male. Like, I have decided that these are the most seven effective things. Yeah. And here's how they play out. Right, right. And it's like, fuck off. Well, and then my uh, my other two questions are, and I don't know that you can answer them, but they're just lingering for me, is... If somebody got really bad reports, you know, from because I'm assuming this was also reported as a whole to the management team, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Do they get rid of that person or is there some sort of like opportunity to see if you can improve or like follow up in three months to see? So typically, you know, programs like this are used for two reasons. One, mm-hmm. for salary and for and for um, promotions and for oh. um, increases because depending on what kind of system they use, like if they use a force ranking, then they'll use this to determine who gets the increase and who doesn't. Right. Um, and then also for independent development. Right. So they can okay. use this as a way to kind of map out where they're what their goals are. 
are for the next year. So it's like an independent assessment and also it reflects as part of the whole. Well, I also wonder, like, how is morale at the company after everyone's been through a 360 degree? You know, it's tough. There's a lot of a lot of research that says it's helpful because people know where they stand. Oh, yeah. And then that's also it depends. Like if you have a shitty boss, it's going to not be a fun experience. Yeah. Or if everybody is just going, I feel so judged, you know, like if it was a pretty toxic culture. It depends on the tool. You know, it does. It does. So and then the, well, and then the other thing is like, you know, there's all those studies where when when women speak 30 percent of the time, men think they're speaking equally. That's and when, the other thing. About and that's, that, that's the thing. I, I know I'm thinking about that feedback because I don't I don't know, you know, how your friend identifies. But it's like if I'm sitting there and someone's going, well, Misty really dominates the conversation, but I barely speak up. What you know, ha- it's like, what if I have to interrupt to get my voice heard? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, Lisa always interrupts. And it's like, well, what if the dynamic is that you're fighting to be a contributor? So yeah. anyway, it's, interesting. I, it's really interesting. Thank you so much to your friend yes, for thank you. Um, giving us insight into that. It, it just, I feel the same way about the book that I did last time, which is like, Cool cherry pick. There's some foundations here. Yeah. And it really does feel like, I don't know. It's really for business. CCP. Cool cherry pick. Cool cherry pick. And with that, everybody, um, you know, we're still on Twitter. We're still on Instagram. Wait for the outro because A, it's fun. And B, it's got all our handles listed. Indeed. Um, but email us. Do you love this book? Do you hate this book? Have you used this? Are you like, fuck that? Or are you like, I think win-win every situation I'm in and it's changed my life? I would love to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thanks for listening, and we'll um, see you next time for a full episode. Life is abundant. Goodbye. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias. Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast. Twitter at G-H-Y podcast or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.